This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. There's a lot going on oh, man. today. This is one of those days that I'm glad we have a show because I would go insane mm-hmm. without one. Yeah, uh, we're, we're going to talk about uh, some climate situations coming up here in a, in a few minutes. Um, also, <laughs> I love the fact that uh, this first lady is treated like she is so classy and so beautiful and so wonderful and just got a Vogue cover when Melania Trump was completely ignored. She's an actual beautiful supermodel who still looks like a supermodel and is one never got on the cover of Vogue or I don't think any other magazine any other big fashion magazine i I honestly think it's the most pure example of what they call trump derangement syndrome yeah absolutely she's got nothing to do with these policies at all it's just association she's married to a guy they don't like his politics and so they don't like her they don't like her and they just basically act like she's not pretty (laughs) like it's insanity it's it's amazing uh and when it's brought up hey what about melania trump you know uh Michelle Obama had incredible arms. Oh, incredible you see arms. her arms? Oh, my gosh. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. 888-727-BECK is the number to call if you'd like to get involved with the show today. Uh, They are already speculating on whether or not climate change caused the collapse of the building in Miami uh, last week. It's just, I mean, it's unbelievable. (laughs) It is unbelievable. And of course, then you've got the heat wave going on in the Northwest which I think is subsided now. But that, of course, is also climate change. And uh, so we'll, we'll get into some of that coming up in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. Okay, so you've done your time with all those other grills. You know, the little R2-D2 lookalike that rusted out the first time it got a little rainy. The propane grill that still carried the imprint of, on the surface of the very first piece of meat you ever burned on it. Yeah, those were, you know, cute and all, but you've graduated to a higher level now. It's time to get a rec tech. You've heard Glenn talking about it. You know he's right. You've heard all the details. The smart grill technology combined with a sleek, sturdy, solid, stainless steel body. It's going to take your grilling and smoking to even a, your baking game. You can even bake with these things to the very next level. Uh, with rec tech, you don't have to worry that you're going to burn the food or that it won't have amazing flavor. It self-adjusts the heat to produce a perfect uh, cooking experiments every single time and with the taste of your favorite wood pellets flavoring the things you're cooking you can't lose with this it's rectech it's summer it's the season for rectech 
Follow RecTech on all their social media. Sign up for their newsletter as well. It's RecTech with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q with a Q at the end. R-E-C-T-E-Q dot com. Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, we had this horrible tragedy in Miami with the building collapse, with the condo collapse uh, the other day. And uh, it's taken the lives of, you know, what is it, a dozen people so far that they've actually found and then 149 missing still. And it's just an awful, awful tragedy. It just shouldn't happen in America. Uh, but then you take that tragedy and you politicize it, and which is what they're doing already. The uh, energy secretary was on uh, CNN, and she was being asked about whether or not this is a, a Gretchen, is it Gretchen Granholm? Uh, I no, can't remember not her Gretchen. first name. It's not Jennifer, Jennifer Granholm. Granholm yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you. And so Jennifer Granholm is on uh, talking about, and, and she's asked whether or not uh, climate change had anything to do with it. In terms of in terms of climate, you brought up what's happening, what we're seeing in the Pacific Northwest. Um but we've been talking a lot about what happened in Florida mm-hmm. at the Surfside condominium building that collapsed. We don't know exactly what happened at this point. But, let's but given anyway. what we know about the changing climate, given that we've mm-hmm. seen an increase in these so-called extraordinary tides and the impact that that can have in areas like South Florida, mm-hmm. do you think that climate no. could have played a role in that building's collapse? Well, obviously, we don't know fully, but we do know that, that the seas are rising. I mean, we know that we're losing what, inches and inches of beaches, not just in Florida, but all around. Um, it wasn't knocked you know, over by a tsunami. Michigan, where I'm from, they, you know, we've seen the loss of beaches because the, hmm. the waters are rising. So, in you know, Michigan? this is a phenomenon yeah. that will continue. Whether mm-hmm. it, ha- we'll have to wait to see what the analysis is for this building but the issue about resiliency and mm-hmm. making sure we adapt to this changing climate uh, that's right. going to mean levees need to be built that levees. means seawalls need to be built sure. that means infrastructure needs to be built we need to make sure that we invest enough in clearing out the forests so we don't have these weather events we oh. need to invest Wait, in hardening <laughs> our transmission lines maybe burying wires so that we can protect areas <laughs> that are like tinderbox dry this is really there's so much investment here. that we need to do to protect ourselves from climate change, but also sure. to address it and mitigate it. And yeah. hopefully okay. these infrastructure okay. bills when taken together long does this go on? make Shut a huge step and oh. allow America to lead again. Secretary, I'm going to have you still so blabbing you. about this? Is that agonizing? I will say, Pat, there are days that I just, I kind of just want to be a liberal. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. it's so Easy. much easier. It is. Life has to be fantastic for these people. They come out and they say, well, look, Every time there's a bad event, they say, look, we don't know for sure if it's climate change. What we do know is that every everything that's bad in the world is climate change. So we'll look at the details. We'll look at the analysis later on. We don't know yet, but we do know that every bad thing you'll ever hear about is about climate change. Right. And then when something happens that is the opposite of what they predicted, they say, oh, that's not climate. That's weather. You're confusing don't confuse climate, climate with, with, with weather. weather. That's the problem. You're not. You don't understand mm-hmm. it. Yes, obviously, it's been cooler than normal uh, for the past year. But that's just that's that's weather. No big deal. 
don't even focus on that. You got to talk about the trends. Well, what about this one singular event that sh- that would agree with your trends? Well, that's uh, obviously global I mean, warming. 116 degrees in Portland, Oregon. That's clearly climate change. <laughs> of course. Clearly. Clearly climate change. They're going to happen more often. Uh, it's, it's 62 degrees right now in Portland. That uh, isn't climate change, but it no, was two it was. days ago. Yes. It was two days ago. You have every single time <laughs> something happens that's bad, it proves your point. Yeah. And every single time the opposite of that thing happening also proves your point. This is the greatest thing in the world. Sure is. It's the ultimate scam. They're right no matter what. No matter what. They've completely rigged the discussion so that whatever happens they're right and even when they're wrong they're the ones that get to tell you that the previous position they had is no longer the science right so they just get like well that's but they weren't wrong they're not wrong now they and they weren't really wrong then they're just more right now they're just more right now like you know the example that a lot of people use we've used it many times here on the air is the 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 push in the 70s to say that global cooling was coming that an ice age another Mm -hmm. ice age was coming and if you ask the left about that now they'll say well look that was just a couple of scientists it was not the mainstream position look at the articles Mm -hmm. they don't they were all they they all say it was a mainstream position that it was Mm -hmm. definitely happening it was only a question of how bad it was going to be and how fast it was going to come they were completely sure about it and their argument now is well you can't blame the scientists for that because that's just the journalists saying that in an incorrect way well that is who we're blaming though like i i'm not sitting here blaming climate scientists for how badly you cover the climate i'm blaming (laughs) you i'm blaming the journalists for doing it they're the ones and the media and and uh and the the politicians in this particular case are the ones furthering this nonsense at least in this particular way and i mean look let me give you an example here uh pat this comes back from 1995. Newsbusters pointed this one out. I hadn't, I, you know, there's so many hyperbolic complaints about the climate. You lose track of them over time and you don't remember to look back at them. Mm-hmm. This is a, this is a terrible, terrible uh, report about how bad the climate is going to be. It's called scientists say earth's warming could set off wide disruptions. Uh, from September 18th, 1995. So now we're not in the 70s now. Okay. All right. We're in the 90s, the, in 1995. They say that a continuing rise in global sea level, which is likely to amount to more than a foot and a half by the year 2100, uh, would inundate parts of many heavily populated river deltas and the cities on them, making them uninhabitable. It would destroy Mm. many beaches around the world. This is the most important uh, phrase in this entire article. At the most likely rate of rise, some experts say most of the beaches on the east coast of the United States would be gone in 25 years. Now, you may recognize, if you're a mathematician, that 25 years from this article would be 2020 last year. I happen to be completely sure there are still beaches on the east coast of the United States. How do you know that? I've been at them in 2021. When, though? When? 2021, after the year they said they'd be gone. Yeah, but what month in 2021 were you there? 
Uh, let's see. It was a couple months ago. Okay. How old were you a couple of months ago? <laughs> Come on now. Come on. That was a long time ago. I don't think I was even born a couple of months ago. Really? Really. I'm going to go ahead and uh, say just with visual <laughs> was, evidence that maybe I you was were. born. Yeah. Huh. But not... I mean, just barely. Barely. Right? Barely. I was probably preschool. In, <laughs> in that particular month. And it's, it's funny, just ridiculous. You look at this article. This is in the paper of record. Mm-hmm. This the is New York a, Times. Uh, a peer-reviewed report <clears throat> about how bad the climate's going to be. And it is presented in a way. It is not the worst case scenario that there would be no beaches on the east coast of the United States. That's not the worst case scenario. That is the most likely <laughs> rate of rise. Yeah. The most likely scenario. Well, no and, beaches on the East Coast. And how many times did they say things like the West Coast uh, or the uh, the West Side Freeway? Is that what it's called in New York? You know, the one that we used all yeah. the time going mm-hmm. into the city? Yeah. yeah. It was going to be completely submerged underwater by, was it 2000? It was definitely before we worked there because I did a segment definitely. and I went down to that particular freeway and it was, and it was still, still there. there and people were huh. driving on it. Yeah. And we have quote after quote after quote from this is from James Hansen, who is the lead NASA scientist that that was testifying in front of Congress telling mm-hmm. us how bad global warming would be. Right. And of course, shockingly enough, they were totally wrong. She mentions in here the Granholm uh, thing here and she's a total global warming nut i mean she is al gore basically she's that far uh and what she mentions there is interesting because of course because she's a democrat she is in infrastructure pitch mode and what she's saying is if this continues we'll have to build seawalls okay let's just go down this road a little bit what the hell else would you do Right. If the mm-hmm. if the sea levels do rise, you build sea walls. <laughs> it's not a parti- building a wall is not a is not a reason to shut down all industrial uh, progress in our country. Like it, right. when the realities hit you, what she's saying in a in in that little tiny chunk there is true. When you have, which sometimes you do have, a changing environment, mm-hmm. changing climate. What you do is adapt to that climate. Well, they did that in 1900 in Galveston, Texas. <laughs> they sure did. They raised the city 17 feet. In 1900. <laughs> in 1900. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you adapt. You modify. You, if the conditions change, you got to change with them or move. It's going to yeah. be one of the two. Yeah, and it's funny because uh, if you read Michael Schellenberger's book, um, which is great, by the way. I love it. Uh, it's a really, uh, uh, is it? Uh, Apocalypse uh, Never. Apocalypse Never. Thank you. I knew it was mm-hmm. a play on one, a movie title. Yep. Uh, Apocalypse Never. It's a great book. And you go through it and he explains, and Bjorn Lomborg has a great book out as well that does uh, explains a similar thing as well, where you'll hear these estimates that in like Bangladesh, you know, a hundred million people will be displaced by climate change. Mm-hmm. You're like, wow, that, I mean, that sounds really bad. How do they come up mm-hmm. with an estimate like that? How do they do it? And legitimately, how they do it is to say that the sea level will rise, let's say, a foot, they predict. And what will happen is the people of Bangladesh 
will literally do nothing about it. <laughs> they will sit here and every day and be like, wow, just watch it go up. There's more water in the house today. Oh, what look should at that, we do Agnes. now? It just went up another four right. inches right. overnight. Right. What should we do about that? I don't know why they have a. They will do nothing to Creepy mitigate accent it. like that in Bangladesh. It's a very strange country you're describing. Yeah. I don't know why the, the, the people from like, uh, you know. Uh, and probably not many Agneses in Bangladesh. Probably either. not. Probably not probably that not. many. There's only a few Agneses. But that Agnes is sitting here going like, wow, That's, look at all that. Now the water's up to the middle of the refrigerator. What do we do now? And it's like, okay, yes, we understand that there's poverty there and it's, uh-huh. it's difficult. But how, however, this is what you do. There are multiple ways to mitigate a situation like that. Things like seawalls, things, uh, things mm-hmm. like, uh, uh, you know, uh, all sorts of um, uh, technology that can change the the, the way the water, uh, the, the tides work, uh, the way that you're protected from the tides. Uh, all, all of these things have been in place in other countries around the world for decades and can be easily utilized in a situation like this. And they talk about like people moving. Well, that's another part of it. Like, worst case mm-hmm. scenario, if you did nothing, what would people do? Would they all just die? They'd all just sit there and drown? No, they'd move. <laughs> and, like, that would even... That's an extreme situation. And, of course, there's a million steps you take before that situation. But that is not... It's just not real life. And so they take a, a thing like that and they say, what if the sea level rose and everyone in Bangladesh did nothing and the water just came up to their knees and then their chest and then their heads and they all drowned? It could kill 100 million people. Okay, I guess if they all just stood there. But we are a society that is going to come up with uh, amazing new technologies that we are doing every single day. We've we've improved all of these technologies that can not only mitigate the situation, but also make uh, green energy better. If you would allow, let's say, the ultimate green energy, which is nuclear power, to actually develop, all of these problems would have been solved a long time ago. But yeah. you environmentalists stopped it. It's so infuriating. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. More in one minute. In a world that's lost its way, lost respect for logic, law and order, who can you count on? Well, AMAC, the Association of Mature American Citizens, now over 2 million members strong and growing. AMAC believes in the values that we constitutional conservatives care about. AMAC represents courage, faith, and reason in these trying times. They stand for national solvency at a time of runaway debt, national security. With a full-time presence in Washington, AMAC pushes back against against the radical left's push towards socialism. That's why now more than ever, it's time to join AMAC. Beyond advocacy, AMAC membership gives you access to a wealth of benefits and discounts that will save you money. And you'll also get AMAC's great bi-monthly magazine. So join AMAC today. Benefits are great, but the cause is greater. Join now at amac.us Beck. That's amac.us slash Beck. AMAC, it's better. Better for you, better for America. Great, stupid gear for Glenn. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Hosts of Pat Gray Unleashed and Stu mm-hmm. Does America. They're available if you have a if you're on your podcast app listening today, wherever you are, you can listen to the program on uh, on podcast apps or YouTube. Go there and uh, subscribe if you would. We'd really appreciate it. Do us a little favor. I mean, it's a holiday season. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you celebrate your Independence Day. 
by clicking a subscribe button on an app. Right. That's okay. what that's what the founders wanted. And man. then rate and review it like five stars, and then it'll rise to the top, and others will see it and, and join you in your enjoyment. And it's important to shows. say when you rate uh, Stu Does America, the Glenn Beck program, Pat Gray Unleashed, you rate them five stars, you review them. It not only mm-hmm. helps us, but it hurts others, and that's what's important. <laughs> that is what is important here. Yeah. You're think about like Rachel Maddow looking at the the rankings on the podcast list and thinking, gosh, how the heck did Pat Gray unleash and Stu does American Glenn Beck? I know that guy, Glenn Beck. Oh God, mm-hmm. I can't stand him. Why is he moving up the list? And it hurts her. It hurts her. Mm-hmm. And for that reason, you should do it. <laughs> <laughs> we were talking a minute ago about uh, James Hansen and his predictions about the West side highway being underwater, completely underwater. And I believe it was by 2000, maybe even before that. Uh, but it was certainly before we lived in New York in the, in the two thousands. Uh, I just read a headline a couple of weeks ago that concerned James Hansen from NASA. And it said, James Hansen wishes he wasn't so right. <laughs> how do they thought, how keep do you, doing this? How do you write that article about this guy? He's never been right. Are you kidding me? None of these guys have been right. And yet they act as though and people treat them as though they've never gotten a single prediction wrong. I know when he when he can when he uh, did did his testimony in front of Congress, where they intentionally turned the air conditioning off to make people look hot. Uh, he he actually came out and said, "Hey, uh, I'm going to give you three scenarios of what could happen. We could have my scenario where everything goes great and we turn off the emissions and we cut them and everything's great. Uh, we could have a medium scenario or a really worst case scenario." And what wound up happening was the temperatures were better than his best case scenario. So, like, better than his situation where we cut emissions. Lower. They were lower. And the actual emissions were were worse than his worst case scenario. So, he thought (laughs) the emissions went up more than he thought was possible. Mm -hmm. And the temperature was lower than he thought was possible. And he's like, I'm a genius. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the, 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 what you should take from this is that I was right. I, I don't understand it. And you know what? Part of that might be because uh, their whole premise for this may be completely wrong. That CO2 drives temperature. Because sometimes that's true. And as Al Gore has admitted, you know, sometimes the opposite is also true. When he, when he said this, I think this blows the whole premise. The temperature goes up before the sea sometimes that's, goes up. Sometimes that has been true in the past. The opposite has also been true. I mean, he admitted <laughs> that sometimes temperature drives up CO2. Sometimes CO2 drives up temperature. Well, then, doesn't that destroy your whole argument? That CO2 is behind this and it's the, it's the greenhouse gas that is killing the planet? When it might be the fact that the temperature is going up and that's pushing up the CO2. What? That is an incredible... premise is ruined. Right. And then that's... There's not... They have not changed their mind on that. I mean, that's still... Still the the case. But it's a great... It's a great illustration as to they can have this both ways every time. It doesn't matter if what they say is proven correct. Just, you know, look, I mean... they just get to go along with it. Yeah. They just to continue to be able to take whatever position they want, and no one no one goes back in the New York Times and say, wow, look at this dumb thing we wrote 25 years ago. We never. should write a new article updating it and saying how wrong it was. <laughs> that never happens. <laughs> it's only, to it's left that. to us to do it. The only person who's ever done that has been Glenn Beck. Hey, I'm sorry for what I said a while ago.
That's it. Nobody else ever does that. No one. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So there is a great service out there. It is called VidAngel. It allows you to skip unacceptable stuff in movies and TV shows. And you know what I mean when I say unacceptable. The blood, the gore, the salty language, the risque, Mrs. Robinson, are you trying to seduce me moments? Well, that's where VidAngel gets in. You get to watch the show or the movie you want, but you can filter out all the stuff you don't want, and you decide where that line is. VidAngel is so easy to set up that anyone can do it. It's a piece of cake. You just go to vidangelbeck.com, you sign up, you connect your streaming services, you set your filters, and that's it. You've just made a movie a lot friendlier. You can watch all those movies that you've wanted to watch, edited really by you through VidAngel. If you go to vidangelbeck.com today, you enter the promo code Beck at checkout, you're going to get 50% off your first three months. Don't worry, though. You can cancel at any time. Just go say yes to your kids with VidAngel. Your daily antidote to the socialism virus. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. It's Independence Week. And um, to celebrate, one of the founders' main claims is uh, that uh, no shipping without representation at Kexi Cookies. (laughs) We're removing all shipping. Wow. Yeah, no shipping just, charges. Just like the founding fathers wanted. Just like wanted. the founding fathers wanted. Yeah, no shipping without representation. So we're not doing any shipping charges because you don't have any representation mm. um, in our company. So uh, you can go to kexi.com. And it's it turns out to be the biggest sale uh, we've ever had in the history, dating clear back to the late, well, the early 2020s. So clear how, back then. Uh, can you explain something to me? I was, I'm at your your website, which is K-E-K-S-I.com. Mm-hmm. And there's something called a butterbeer c- uh, cookie. Yeah, based on the, you know, butterbeer drink in in uh, Harry, Potter? Harry Potter. Is that what it is? Yeah. I don't, I don't, I've never seen a Harry That's Potter right. movie That's right, you're not a Harry Potter fan. But I have heard of butterbeer. Is that like a butterscotch? Would that be yeah, kind similar? of. Yeah, uh-huh. wow. very similar to that. Jeez, Creamy, butterscotchy. Oh, it's so delicious. So great. Very cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. My well. wife said she was going to do one. She was going to. Uh, she decided she wanted to try to to invent this, and I thought, ah, okay, that's going to be tough to do. No, nope, she pretty much nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to stop doubting her from now on because she's really good at this. Uh, so, kexi.com. Anyway, triple eight seven two seven B E C K. Also, today is Bobby Bonilla Day in New York. It is right? Bobby Bonilla Day. My favorite day of the year. July first. July first is Bobby Bonilla Day. If you don't know. <laughs> What Bobby Bonilla Day is. It is a holiday that is celebrated in New York every year. And I love this story because it's it's just, it's very satisfying. But he basically, Bobby Bonilla was a very good baseball player. You know, all-star, mm-hmm. you know, many times. And he signed a very large contract with the New York Mets at the time. Uh, and as, as his career sort of winded down, they decided they were going to, they didn't want to pay him all of the money they owed him. It is an understandable instinct. I don't want to pay mm-hmm. people the money I owe them either. <laughs> so the Mets thought instead of paying um, the the amount that they owed him, which is multiple millions of dollars, they said, what if we defer this money? At the time, they wanted to pay. I think they owed him $5.9 million. They didn't want to pay him $5.9 million. They were in the midst of a championship 
uh, run, they thought. They wanted to hire, go sign some free agents. And what year was this? Do you remember? 1999. Yeah, I thought it was over 20 years ago. Yeah. So they Jeez. said, instead of paying him the $5.9 million they owed him, they said, what if, Bobby, let's listen to this. Just listen to us. What if we don't pay you that $5.9 million, $5. million in one chunk, and instead we'll give you $1.193 million every year from now, 1999, till 2035. <laughs> Why would you make that deal? <laughs> Why would you make that deal? It's a great deal. Okay, so instead, we don't want to pay you $5.9 million. Right. How about we pay you $30 million? Yes. Is essentially what they were saying. Yep. It would be $29.8 million instead of 5.9. But they don't have to pay it. They will pay him a little bit until 2035. So you think about it from your Bonilla, you're like, wow, even if I screw up and I become the typical athlete that blows it all on a car wash or something. We're going to get a million dollars every year. We're going to get a million dollars coming up the next year and yeah. I never have to worry about it ever again. Great My idea. Gosh. For them, why would they do it? Well, there actually is a, a reason they did it. And it's actually something that everyone is somewhat familiar with. But the truth is, at the time, the owners of the Mets were heavy investors in a fantastic fantastic fund run by a brilliant oh, yeah, hedge fund right. manager yeah. named bernie madoff <laughs> and they looked at the numbers and they he thought, was a good friend of management i believe <laughs> yes he was yeah and they looked at the numbers and they said well we're making 20 30 40 percent a year on this if we just keep the money with madoff he'll all of the money we're making off that investment will pay for Benia, and we won't ha- mm-hmm. basically have to pay him any of this money we're gonna wind up saving money by deferring the cash for all that time. <laughs> uh, now, you may have heard in the news that mm. the Bernie Madoff hmm. situation did not turn out as expected. Apparently, he was running a giant <clears throat> Ponzi scheme, and he's now dead. So, it didn't turn out We great. lost him. <laughs> we, we, we lost him. He did lose him. Yeah. But today's the day he gets his check. Uh, the check of uh, uh, $1.19 <laughs> A million dollars. It was actually one million one hundred and ninety-three thousand two hundred and forty-eight dollars and twenty cents. So essentially, one point two million dollars every year till twenty thirty-five. Yep, and he still has just like unbelievable half of unbelievable. the time left, which is almost half the time of this uh, situation continuing. And since since then, th- those owners don't even own the team anymore. Um, but it, but Bonilla- what foresight on Bonilla's part to say? Yeah, okay. All right. Instead of paying me five million, you pay me thirty. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Sounds great. Right. Are you sure? They actually, <laughs> ow! 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 Okay. The other side of this was they did this multiple times. By the way, it wasn't just Benia. They did it with uh, other players as well around this time because they were convinced they're they were getting such great returns from this Madoff guy <laughs> that like anything that they could Oops. defer would wind up being a good investment. What's interesting, though, is they d- it did allow them to uh, bring in new uh, fr- free agents, and a pitcher in particular, which actually led them to the World Series that year. So in a way, it did kind of work. Hmm. Uh, but uh, that being said, it doesn't feel like that every July 1st, I think, for the Mets. So happy Bobby Bonilla Day. This is what we need, Pat. Mm-hmm. We need like to go to Glenn and say, look, we will fill in for you every time you're out. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to pay us anything now. You just have to pay us X amount of dollars. One, let's just, I mean, it's already here, 1.19 million. We'll just call it the same. Why, why okay. play with the numbers? Yeah. Every year, Every year. until, say, 2060. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> totally fair. Totally fair. Yeah, I, I think like it's it. Something and knowing Glenn's like history it. with investments, he probably he would. probably would go along <laughs> with it. <laughs> Let's try it when he gets back. See how that works out. I think I think it's worth a I shot. Like that. I think it's worth a shot. Um, have you <clears throat> been following the uh, the NBA playoffs at all? Uh, not since the Jazz lost. No. All right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I I find it very difficult to get interested in them at this point. Yeah. Because the sport Me is too. basically a Democratic Party operation that occasionally bounces a ball. Yeah. That's a, that's a right now we're at the point where mm-hmm. it's basically the socialist party plus three pointers. Yeah. That's essentially where we are with it. Yeah. Uh, or uh, the uh, you know. The, the new Black Panther Party, plus occasionally, you know, there's a there's a buzzer beater. Like, it's not... It's about it. It really is, like, incredible. It's a lot of stuff that you put um, in a Black Lives Matter sort of context. <clears throat> the most extreme elements of Black Lives Matter. Listen to the interviews of these guys after, the, after they get off the air, or after they get off the court. And they sound like the most extreme Black Lives Matter person you could find. And similar to the Black Lives Matter uh, founders, they also own multiple houses. So <laughs> it works It works well. Um, one of the things that has been entertaining to me is to watch uh, the breaking news about LeBron James, which is uh, he's still not in the playoffs anymore. Uh, he's still... They, yeah. they, they lost. First, they, r- first round First round loss. exit. And they're not in the playoffs. Which is nice. Really sad to mm-hmm. see. I mean, those Lakers, they just seem like great guys. And it's sad Don't to they, see. Though. But it's shocking that they didn't play as well with the actual best player on the team, uh, Davis, who's actually better than LeBron James at this point. But beyond all of that, I'm not exactly a LeBron fan, as you may know. One of the things that they... LeBron James came out and said, "Is we saw these injuries, and I predicted this. LeBron predicted everything. He he he's always right on everything. He's right the fact that the Uyghurs. He shouldn't really comment on them because I don't know. People might have their pocketbooks hurt. So he's right on that. Shouldn't do. Mm. Sure, it's a million people in prison, but let the Chinese people just continue to roll all over those people's lives Uh on a daily basis and Mm -hmm. torture them." Mm-hmm. and re-educate them mm-hmm. because you know what i need an extra few dollars out of china that particular stance it's despicable is totally fine apparently in our society but he came out and he said look i knew this was going to happen all these injuries are happening because we had a short break in between the seasons and now you know covid obviously the 2020 covid season went long so they didn't have the normal full off season as they were to come back and we've had some playoff injuries. Uh, Giannis was hurt in the playoffs. Trey Young was hurt in the playoffs. Like, big players are out. And he's using this as a, like, victory lap. So, apparently, the theory here, Pat, is that there was a short break in November of 2020. The players came back, played a full season, and then in the playoffs, they're getting hurt because of the short break in <laughs> November Mm-hmm. So the the injuries just sat back a little bit, waited until June hmm. and July, mm-hmm. and now are just vindicating his idiocy. <laughs> That's the theory we're all supposed to accept now. So they didn't get hurt in January or February. They get they got hurt now in in June. Yeah, this is he's an idiot. I mean, people like to complicate the LeBron James thing. He's just an idiot. It's not necessarily that he. I mean, he doesn't 
care one bit about the people whose lives are being destroyed in china doesn't care a bit he cares about lebron james solely Mm -hmm. Um, so he doesn't care about those people in china at all but he also doesn't know anything about them it's not that he's made a decision and looked at all the evidence and decided to side with the socialists and the communists Mm -hmm. he's just an idiot and he doesn't know anything about any of these topics at all that's why, of course, we did. I mean, I, I don't know that I'm a, an unbiased observer here. I do have for sale. Don't be an idiot. Don't be a LeBron t-shirts. That <laughs> is actually at don't be a LeBron And the reason why those exist is because LeBron mm-hmm. is an idiot. And the word idiot mm-hmm. should be used as a synonym with the name LeBron when it's associated with LeBron James, at least there's probably like a LeBron Johnson who's like, what the hell? What kind of shirt is that? I understand. Might be a little offensive. It's not about you, LeBron Johnson. It's about LeBron James. And I'm just so sick of these athletes who come out here all the time and preach to us about how smart they are and how just their world would be if they were only in control of it. Well, you're not in control of it. And uh, I'm sorry to tell you about the that. The China situation is getting worse and worse every day, too. Not just for the Uyghurs, but for the rest of the world. Yeah. Uh, Xi Jinping just gave this big uh, speech at a, commu- at a celebration of, their, of, of communism, where he said only socialism can save China. And only socialism with Chinese characteristics can develop China. We will never allow anyone to bully, oppress, or subjugate China. He's trying to send a message to everybody else who's Mm. saying, hey, you know, maybe you do something about the Uyghurs in your country and stop putting them in concentration camps. Mm -hmm. And so he's talking directly to the United States here when he says, anyone who dares to try to do that will have their heads bashed bloody against the Great Wall of Steel forged by over 1.4 billion Chinese people. So you got Xi Jinping now talking like he's uh, Mao Zedong uh, back in the 70s again. And and uh, Vladimir Putin kind of doing the same thing in Russia because they see the weak leadership we're stuck with right now. And the situation in China is just getting worse. And the NBA basketball players continue to ignore it and continue. Yep. To, it was oh. the it was Nike, in fact, who just said this week that they are uh, a company of China and for china incredible uh, I, amazing i was listening to the uh, barry weiss podcast mm-hmm. she has a podcast now and i think it was her second episode she interviewed mark cuban the owner of the mavs uh, here in dallas and you know mark cuban you like him or not he's got billions of dollars and says whatever he feels like right mm-hmm. like that's his that's his shtick right mm-hmm. so he's coming out there and every question she's asking him he's answering confidently and you know like like you'd expect mark cuban and then she comes to china and asks the questions that we would ask about china like hey well how the hell are you ignoring this basically and all of a sudden he's a different person he, he acted as if he uh, well look we just i don't want to get involved in, in other countries and we just have to make sure that and i don't want to say by the way that we're criticized and, and yes it's wrong this might be wrong but we should also can we talk about anything else in the world it was really like awkward that's embarrassing he just changed it's embarrassing why did they hold this power over us i don't understand it. money just plain and simply money that's their next big market triple eight seven two seven beck the Glenn Beck Program.
Sunshine and backyard cookouts are back in the forecast, and Blinds.com wants to help you soak up the savings during their 4th of July spectacular with up to 45% off everything. Transform your backyard into the perfect oasis this summer with their top-selling outdoor shades. Blinds.com makes it a breeze to get made-to-order custom blinds for any room in your home or outdoor space. Whether you do it yourself or have them handle the install from start to finish, Blinds.com will make ordering custom window treatments online super easy. With free samples, free shipping, and a 100% guaranteed perfect fit. With over 25 million blinds sold and 35,000 five-star reviews, there's a reason why Blinds.com is the number one online retailer. I want you to go there now, Blinds.com. Their 4th of July spectacular. Receive up to 45% off everything at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, Sadly, Pride Month is is now over. What? Yeah, it's only a month long. Can we still have Pride? Yes, I, I say you should. And we should probably extend Pride Month throughout the year. You know, but what we can do is keep it in our hearts year round. Oh, we can. Yeah, we that's can. official. Yeah, mm-hmm. good. Um, IKEA for Pride Month uh, made some LGBTQIA two plus couches. They <laughs> they they made uh, couches for transgender people, pansexuals, non-binary, asexual, gender fluid, bis and bisexual, and then one simply for progress. And these. Couches all had different thing themes to them. You know, it's weird. All of my couches are asexual. <laughs> are they? Yeah. You don't, they have, don't have sex have... on any of them? No, well, I, I mean, I try to, and then others work out. <laughs> but I will say Maybe the couch itself. too much information. I'm not sure. The couch itself has no, no sex preference at all. at all. None. Seems to not be interested in sex whatsoever. That's weird. Yeah, never says anything about uh. it. Yeah, weird. <laughs> uh, well, the bisexuals are are confused by their couch because, you know, they come in all these crazy colors, mm-hmm. and then they have some writings on them, some sayings. And one of the sayings on the bisexual couch was, "Nobody believes you." Wait, Wait what? What? <laughs> what? Where'd that come from? It's the Glenn Beck program. <laughs>